My name is Dr. Justin Brown, and this is Three Words. It's a bite-sized podcast about the simple and strategic choices that all of us can make in order to be fully alive and in the process to become the best versions of ourselves. I'm joined today by Bianca Hicks, who I often refer to as the best boss I've ever had. She is a higher education administrator, um, working on her doctorate degree, and a good friend as well. So um, today's conversation is called Don't Rush Goodbyes, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Tune in. Bianca, it is so good to see you and great to have you in the Three Words Podcast Studio for the very first time. Yes, I am so excited. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I know you have so many insights to share, but if before we kind of get started, would you just begin by telling our listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm Bianca Hicks. I am from the North Canton, Ohio area, and I actually am currently the Director of Residence Life at Walsh University in North Canton, and I have had such a great journey just working in higher education. That's really my heartbeat. That's my background professionally. And I'm a BGSU alum. I absolutely loved my time in undergrad. I did my graduate work at Ball State University in Muncie, Indiana. And I actually just a decade later am back at Ball State doing it virtually this time, but I am a doctoral student as well. So I am in the higher education doctoral program at Ball State and I am loving it. I am just about a year away from the dissertation phase, which is intimidating, but awesome. And yeah, I am, you know, just really happy to be here. And I am, you know, very passionate about, you know, treating others just like really well and really loving them in all ways that we really can as we encounter them. So that's a little bit about me. Wonderful. So I, you know, I, when I talk to people about you, Bianca, I always say that you're the best boss I've ever had. So truly, (laughs) and I, I, I so cherish the time that I spent with you when we were at the University of Akron together with you as my residence life, uh, building director. So I'm grateful for our friendship and so excited for what you're going to share today. So would you kind of kick us off with what are our three words today? So our three words today are don't rush goodbyes. Right. So tell me, why are these three words so important to you? Yeah. So these three words, first of all, when I think of them, I think about my journey in higher education in general. So you mentioned our time at the University of Akron, which is one of the places that I really grew as a professional and really expanded who I am, how I contribute to others and how I lead. And these three words, I remember leaving the University of Akron and just loving every single person that I transitioned away from and even the place I loved. And I realized, you know, at every phase of my journey, I have missed something. Hmm. You know, I have had people that I've had to say goodbye to. And it's been difficult, you know, and even though there's been something really beautiful at that next phase, it still is something that is a transition and something to miss. Hmm. And so I think that sometimes we get into this belief that when we transition, it's like, oh, like we'll stay connected and it'll be great. And this was awesome, but there's something even better. And we don't really take time to honor where we are. And so even though... Every time I've left to go somewhere new or to take on a new experience, a promotion or what have you, I've left something that I've loved Mm. in order to do that. And 
I think sometimes we rush that process. So it's like, okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like kind of sad, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, something better is coming. And Mm -hmm. so I'm ready for that. And so I've just really, in my journey, I've really honored the moment of what do I what do I sacrifice in this transition in order to take something new on? Hmm. And so, you know, I think about you specifically. I remember, you know, having you on my staff specifically and just, you know, obviously you're such a gem, even as a professional, you are still such a gem and you are just so good at what you did, not just as a, you know, staff member, but just as you like navigated people, you were caring, you were thoughtful, you were intentional. And that's just like the character of who you are. And so in that professional setting, it's like, okay, we're having Mm one-on-ones, you know, I'm seeing you regularly, but when you graduated and you left the university, I, I savored that, you know, I honored the times that, you know, I was in, you know, my office. And as you recently reminded me, um, I was long winded. Yes. Yeah. You never rushed goodbyes in our, in our relationship, Bianca. (laughs) So for our our listeners and viewers who are coming new to to our relationship, um, you know, when we were at the university of Akron, I was just sharing with Bianca the other day that, um, when we would have our one-on-ones that you would just go on and on and, Not in like a, gosh, like wrap it up, but like, I actually have work to do. You were having such a good time with me that you didn't want to rush the goodbye. I pretended I didn't have work to do. Oh, for sure. But so it's kind of ironic that we're having this conversation Mm -hmm. because I think you've taught me a lot about how to not rush goodbye Mm -hmm. by causing me to rush goodbyes at times Mm -hmm. that... I am someone that because of our relationship, I was always rushing goodbyes. Mm. I would put my hand on the doorknob. I'd kind of stand <laughs> up abruptly. I'd make my joke and then I'd make my exit kind of thing. So, so I, I, I want to go a little bit more into this idea that you were just sharing about transitions. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the ways that you feel like, um, that you have most struggled to not rush goodbyes within the context of professional transitions? I'm going to take a moment and pause this episode to say, if you are hearing something that is resonating with you, connecting with you, and you can think of someone in your life who would benefit from hearing this, I'd encourage you, share this episode with a friend. Yeah, so I think it can be a struggle for me when there's a lot of emotion behind it, Mm. you know, and... I think a lot of times when when we want to rush the goodbye, it's because we don't want to deal with that. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like and sometimes it is romanticizing this concept of, oh, everything will be fine. Hmm. We'll stay connected. It's kind of like that yearbook concept, like TTYL, you know, love you for life, like all that stuff Hmm. where it's like, um you just assume like, oh yeah, like I have your number. Mm -hmm. And, but something that I think is really difficult for me is, you know, just like honoring the emotion, you know, sometimes you have to cry it out, you know, and a lot of times people rush that process. And I've been guilty of that because you don't want to deal with it sometimes, but it's just so important. Yeah. Um, and so something that, you know, I've really considered in that process is, you know, we may never pass this way again. I remember um, even in high school, there was a song that we sang in ensemble and that was a lyric of the line. Mm. And we would sing it each year at the end of our closing concert. And um, yeah, there was a song called Passages and it said, you know, we may never pass this way again, but it doesn't mean that this must be the end. Mm. 
But I think about that and that's what helps me to honor the goodbye and to not rush it is even if we do say farewell that we may not ever like see this again. So just as like we've stayed connected over time, um, we still, it's completely different, right? Like we are not the same people. Like we are not experiencing life the same way in the same context of each other's journey. And so with that, it just reminds me to just not rush that, Mm. you know, just stay present in this moment Mm -hmm. because it won't ever look like this again. You know, it might be better in the future. It might be, you know, different. It might be just, you know, completely dynamic, but don't rush it because this is the moment that we won't really see again. Mm. So that's helped me to really just slow down and to just process like where we are Mm. and like in those transitions, like even if it's uncomfortable to just think about like, what are you about to leave behind? Even if it's for the better um, to get to something better, but what is this moment and what have you loved and what have you valued about where you are right now and what's brought you to this to this moment in the journey mm-hmm. and not rushing that process. Yeah. And I'm sure thinking about and reflecting on what has been so meaningful about this experience that's coming to a close and these relationships that are transitioning into something new, that can motivate us to lean into the uncomfortable that comes with acknowledging the reality that things are maybe never going to be the same, um, that they will not be like this in the future. Um, my wife, Noelle and I are often talking about, gosh, don't you just miss the days when we lived in the residence halls (laughs) in Spicer and would go to classes Mm. and eat in the union. And like, we miss those Mm. days. Um, I think about too, when I was in high school, um, there was uh, a mentor in my life who, had really ingrained in a group of seniors in high school this idea that the way that we leave is the way that we're going to be remembered. Mm-hmm. And so often, like you think about in the sports world, even in high school, it's like a lot of people kind of peak their like junior year and then their senior year, they don't do as well. Mm-hmm. And there's something about that that I think is reflective of just the way that we are as individuals, that when, when we know something is coming to a close, mm-hmm. we tend to either reduce our effort towards Mm -hmm. that thing. Our mind is elsewhere. We're distracted or we like get burnt out. And then, you know, that senioritis vibe. Mm -hmm. So I know for me, as I have thought about the different senior years that Mm. I've had throughout my academic experience and even next year coming to the end of my residency, I'm already trying to get into the mindset of this, this is going to end. And I want to have endurance through this entire Mm. year um, and not rush the goodbye before it's even the beginning of the spring semester. In yeah. a sense. No, that's so good. And it is so tempting to just kind of go to the next thing. But I would say a part of that is our heart and our mind protecting us mm. because we want to keep moving forward. You know, that was even good wisdom from my dad in the journey. Just, you know, you know, just keep moving forward, keep your head up and keep moving forward. But it's, you know, even partnering with that, it's like, where are you right now? Mm -hmm. Even if it's a hard emotion to navigate, you know, how can you still acknowledge like where you're at? And I think that senioritis concept where people are gearing up to go to a different job or go to a different school or whatever the case may be, it's this concept of, okay, like, just don't worry about it. Like you're going to go somewhere else Mm -hmm. and it's going to be fine. And, you know, this is really like almost a coping mechanism Mm -hmm. to kind of protect your heart that like, this is hard. Yeah, You know, this is 
this is hard. And it's it's interesting because you see that every single time there's a transition. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm over it anyways. Like, right. you know, like I'm ready to go. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, but that's and we really, miss out on something. You do. That could be so meaningful. And I think sometimes, you know, I believe like we're given people and each other for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And so really when you're rushing goodbyes, you're not being mindful of the magnitude of the gift of those that you're around. Mm. What about these individuals that, you know, have been placed in my path? Do I need to just cherish? Even if it's a hard lesson, Mm. what about Justin Brown, you know, in my journey is strategic. Mm -hmm. What, what is this teaching me? And even if it's something that is, you know, something to appreciate or something to learn for what's ahead, just being able to honor it, even if it's a negative experience, Mm -hmm. because it's all something that can help us to grow and navigate better if there is something better and there always is. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes when we rush it and say, oh yeah, like I'm over it anyways, or I'm ready for something new. We, we also rush the opportunity to learn Mm -hmm. and to really understand why was I even in this position? Yeah. Why was I even with these people that I'm around for better or worse? Mm. What was the opportunity here? And when we rush that, sometimes I think we even dare to give ourselves the credit of our next step. But Mm. how do we even get there without reflecting on those experiences? You know, specifically thinking about my journey in higher ed, I, every time I leave to, for a promotion or or what have you, I, I pause and I really reflect on the people because every interview that I take on, you know, every career, every, every transition, I, I take it with the experience that I've, I've developed and that I've had throughout my journey. And it's the people that Mm -hmm. are a part of that. Yeah. And so lest we think that, um, you know, it's all our own efforts or, you know, something that better is coming because of what we've done and not because of the community of people that we've done it with. Sure. And I think that when you slow down and don't rush that goodbye, you can honor that and you can take what you need to take for what's next. Gosh, there, there's so much here that I'd love to unpack, but I, I, if you don't mind, I'd love mm-hmm. to kind of transition our conversation yeah, a little absolutely. bit. Um, I know that the these three words have kind of taken on new meaning for you even mm. over the past several weeks. Yeah. Could you share a little bit more about what that's been like for you? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for those who don't know, which is probably everyone <laughs> listening, my grandmother, uh, recently passed away mm-hmm. and this was my last grandparent. Mm-hmm. And so, this is something I've been preparing for, Hmm. you know, as we get older, you know, we're all getting older. So that means those who are older than us are getting even older, um, as a sequence of life occurs. And something about my experience with this is even in the preparation of it, you're still never quite prepared. Right. And so when I think about the goodbye that I've had, even with her, Mm -hmm. it's been a long one, but it's been, a worthy one. So when we were told that she would be in hospice, it was interesting because that was a long time ago. And Hmm. I think at least from my perspective and maybe the perspective of those listening, you think, okay, once it's hospice, you got like two weeks, right? Hmm. But she was actually in hospice for over two years. And that's the goal of hospice. (laughs) Right, right. That you would take the end nice and slow in the way that you want to take it. Yes. Hmm. And so it was 
interesting for me because since I didn't know how long she would be in hospice, it was a long farewell. But I'm so glad that I didn't rush it. Mm. I was intentional with her every time that I was with her. We would go weekly to visit her and we would miss a week here and there. Sure. But every time that I was with her, I would always sing to her. Mm. And she loved to hear me sing. Uh, That's one of the things that I do on the side there, um, especially at my church and things of that nature. But I sang to her and I sang a blessing over her Mm. every time I was with her. And even though um, for a while it didn't feel like that was it, like it didn't feel like she's in a place where I think this is the last time I'll see her. Right. You just don't know. Right. And so I never rushed that. Mm. I made sure that nothing was left unsaid. And I think that we can sometimes be um, self-centered to believe that we'll have a whole lot of time. Mm. You know, we think that we're invincible and that, oh, like they seem like they're in good health. So I've got time or I can argue with them today and not say I love you at the end of the conversation. And we should never live like that. Mm. And so when I would visit her, I would always, you know, make sure that I'm saying um, and singing a blessing over her, Mm. but also saying, thank you so much for everything. And I love you. Mm. And those are things that are so powerful. And I think that when we think about our loved ones passing, those are always the things that we wish we would have said more of. And you can never say it enough. Mm. And so every time I was with her, that was my message. And then, you know, singing that blessing over her as well. Mm. So I've learned it in a refreshed way that I'm I'm just so grateful that I had her for so long. She was 89 when she passed. She would be 90 next month. And, you know, it was something that um, was difficult. And it's still even at the end, even though I was preparing and preparing, it still was difficult. And so when we just take the time to just sit in what it feels like to know that this is coming, We don't know when, but we know it's coming. How do you live differently? Right. Right. When you know that eventually you're going to make a transition. Mm -hmm. So kind of to your point earlier where it's like, you know, um, how do we in this moment just say, okay, like, I don't know how much time that I have with this person. Yeah. I don't know, you know, what this is going to look like tomorrow, two days from now, two years from now. Mm -hmm. But let me just honor this moment because this is all that we have. This is all that we know. Gosh, yeah. And the truth is that tomorrow is never guaranteed. Right. And many of us have fewer tomorrows than we would expect to have. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that when it comes to this conversation of of being rushed with Mm. goodbyes is that there's a big difference between being busy and living a busy Mm -hmm. lifestyle And being rushed where life passes you by quickly, Mm -hmm. where you are not going after your goals, where you are not deeply connected, um, meaningfully present with the people around you. I know one of the the kind of rhythms that I've been trying to practice um, over the past several months has been that when I would say goodbye to an individual, that I would couple it with some sort of um, words of affirmation Mm. um, or something to deepen the connection. So that... I have a big family, as you know. So Absolutely. after our Christmas gathering or I'm spending time with everyone that, that each person that I would hug and say goodbye, it wouldn't just be goodbye, mm. but it would be goodbye. It was really good to see you. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. I hope that project goes well for you. Goodbye. 
I hope that that uh, new job that you're starting mm. tomorrow um, goes really well for you. Yeah. Goodbye. Hey, I'm, I'm going to be praying for how difficult I know this week is, yeah, is yeah. about to be. So I, I think that I'm trying to build some of these rhythms of, of recognizing that some of the most meaningful moments in life happen when we're moving slowly rather yeah. than quickly. Um, I don't want to be a person who has my hand perpetually on the doorknob. Yeah. Um, I want to, yeah, live a life of meaning and intention. And sometimes that requires me to, to slow my pace and yeah. to be comfortable with not rushing past these moments as uncomfortable as, as they can be at times. Yeah. I love that. And I think about even, you know, for our listeners, it may not be something as deep as the the family and friends that we're encountering day to day, but it could be in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. It could be in the mall. It could be, you know, in your day to day that you don't even realize is something that requires your attention. Mm. I think about um, a time even recently I was in a line and, you know, lines can be a little long lately, (laughs) you know, um, you know, shorter help and things of that nature. And so I've even slowed down in that capacity. Mm -hmm. So I know I was in line at a store. I only had a couple very small things and the line was truly just amazing. Yes. (laughs) But I slowed down and, Hmm. you know, I took a phone call and stayed present as much as I could as well. And I could tell that there was something going on in the store. Um, Someone was rushing to get waited on over, over here. And then there was someone trying to return something over here, just a lot going on. And uh, I was, I was talking to my mom actually on the phone and I said, hang on a second. And I paused and I observed what was going on. And long story short, um, the the people that were in front of me were mad at the people that were in front of them. <laughs> and it was just a whole scene. Gosh. And they started to like kind of get into it a little bit. And they're, they kind of move on to get, get checked on. But I told the one individual, I said, why don't you come in front of me? She had started to explain her personal situation, why she was, you know, kind of rushing and why it was really important for her to get through. And the person in front of me was like, you know, I don't want to hear all that. You know, you're being rude and all of that. But I saw an opportunity Hmm. to show love in this moment. And I said, man, why don't you come in front of me? Because otherwise, based on the circumstance, she would have had to go to the back of this I see. really amazing line. Oh, yeah. And I said, why don't you come in front of me? And I had already been waiting a really long time, yeah. but it made sense in the moment, hmm. but I needed to be present. So I literally was like, mom, hang on a second. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, hang on. Cause I wanted to listen and sure. I wanted to see what is this moment requiring of me? Yeah. And let me not rush even the goodbye of this store because I believe I've been positioned for a reason Mm. to show love to this woman who then, you know, further unpacked her situation. And I'm glad that I heard her out instead of the person in front of me who said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, we're all waiting in line. And I'm like, I don't know if that's what this person needs right Mm. now. And but I think that it challenges challenges us all to be present when we are with one another, whether it's someone we know or someone we don't, because when we don't rush that goodbye, we see there's meaning in this interaction. Yeah. We've been purpose, even if it's just to show love to this one person in this moment that they need it the most. Hmm. So, Well, thank you yeah. so much for sharing all those things with us yeah. today. I, I I want to be cautious on an episode about not rushing goodbyes, not to transition <laughs> into the ends too slowly. So, um, 
Is there anything else that you would just final thoughts that you would love to share with our viewers and our listeners today? Yeah, I would, I would really just recommend just slow down, Hmm. slow down because we just often think we have all the time in the world Hmm. and we really just need to slow down and just honor the moment. And we just, it's, it's almost an ironic concept because it's like you slow down because you don't have a lot of time, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So there's irony in that, but there's, there's beauty in that. Mm. And so when we slow down for the right things, it really makes all the difference for what we need to do in purpose Yeah. that we may miss if we don't just slow down. Mm. So that is really just my recommendation. I've found so much beauty in my journey from just not rushing goodbyes to honor the moment, to honor the people that have brought us to each moment. And it allows us to really be good to those that are in our journey that are just waiting to meet us, that we're waiting to meet, to contribute to each other's lives. Hmm. Bianca, thank you so much for sharing this conversation with me today. I appreciate our relationship and I, I again have loved, uh, getting to work with you and for you back in the day and appreciate all your insights that you shared with us today. I appreciate you too. Thank you so much again for having me. So thank you again for tuning in on this week's episode. If you're looking for more content from DMB Coaching, I would encourage you to check us out at dmbcoaching.com slash subscribe and consider subscribing to our newsletter to receive access to additional quality content to help you become the best version of yourself. We'll look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks.